Hi, I'm Andrew Bucklow. And I'm Bronte Coy. And this is the latest from the newsroom. It's Tuesday, the 25th of February. Start with some big news this morning out of the US. After five days of deliberations, a jury has just found Harvey Weinstein guilty of raping an aspiring actress in a Manhattan hotel room in 2013 and forcibly performing oral sex on another woman in 2006. Weinstein was convicted of first-degree sexual assault and third-degree rape. Now, he's going to be sentenced on March 11. The first charge carries a maximum sentence of 25 years in prison and the second a maximum of four years. Wow. He was found not guilty, though, of rape in the first degree and the two top charges of predatory sexual assault. Now, one of the lawyers defending the women had this to say outside the court. Have a listen. It's no longer business as usual in the United States. This is the age of empowerment of women. And you cannot intimidate them anymore because women will not be silenced. Harvey Weinstein, justice has been a long time coming, but it's finally here. And it's not the end. To the coronavirus now, and a seventh person has died from the virus in Italy as Europe plunges into a dramatic lockdown. Yeah, more than 200 people have now tested positive for the disease in Italy, the biggest outbreak reported in Europe so far. The dramatic surge in cases has sparked fears across the continent with both Italy and neighbouring countries scrambling to prevent potential cross-border spread. Yesterday, police began manning checkpoints around quarantine towns in the country's north while residents stocked up on food. Officials still haven't pinpointed the origin of Italy's outbreak, which has now spread to half a dozen regions. In other news, two people have been charged with manslaughter after a three-year-old boy was found dead inside a daycare minibus in Cairns last week. A 45-year-old man who was the alleged driver of the Blue Good Start Early Learning bus and a 34-year-old female employee who was also on the bus have each been charged with one count of manslaughter. This is a terrible story. Police allege the boy was collected from an address in Mount Sheridan around 9am in order to attend the local daycare centre. He was then allegedly left inside the vehicle unattended for several hours before being found dead in the car park outside a state school in the southern suburb of Edmonton at 3.15pm. The pair will face Cairns Magistrates Court today. We'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. The boss of Australia's domestic spy agency has warned what the biggest threats to Australia are at the moment. They are the infiltration of foreign sleeper agents and a growing threat of right-wing extremism. ASIO Director-General Mike Burgess delivered his annual threat assessment last night, saying the level of terror threat in Australia remains probable, with violent Islamic extremism the agency's primary concern. Okay, not what you want to hear. The agency has also noted a disturbing rise in intolerance based on race, gender and identity, and the extreme political views that intolerance inspires, which he said is on the rise across the Western world. He said, in Australia, the extreme right-wing threat is real and is growing. In suburbs around Australia, small cells regularly meet to solicit loot Nazi flags, inspect weapons, train in combat and share their hateful ideology. These groups are more organised and security conscious than they were in previous years. God, another good news day, huh? Oh, well, okay, you're going to enjoy this one then. It's a little bit lighter. Donald Trump has had a bit of trouble pronouncing the name of one of India's greatest ever cricketers. Trump kicked off a two-day tour of India yesterday and was giving a speech in front of 100,000 people in Ahmedabad. But he had a bit of a stumble when he started talking about some local sporting heroes, including Sachin Tendulkar. Where your people cheer on some of the world's greatest cricket players, 
from Suchin Tendulkar to Virat Kohli. You know what I love about this grab is that you can tell they spelt it phonetically for him on the teleprompter and he's desperately <laughs> trying to read it accurate. He's like, Suchintanduka. You can hear the concentration in his voice is amazing and still wrong. So. I wonder how many times he practiced it. Anyway, the remainder of President Trump's tour of India includes a visit to the Taj Mahal and a summit with Indian officials and business leaders in Delhi. Did you say Lidl's? Okay, uh, we've just paid out Donald Trump for not being able to pronounce it and I couldn't say business leaders. But So there you go. <laughs> so ending that on a high, that's it from the newsroom this morning. We'll catch you again this Arvo. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I catch killers early and ad free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.